This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for December 13th, 2010, Episode 5, Pimpalicious Death Machine. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. I'm Mistaken and I'm joined uh, by my co-host, Sound Offense. Hey internet, uh, your fly's still down actually. You, you couldn't come that. up with a better one. No, I, I come up with these like on the spot. This is something I never <laughs> think of. You know, After like an half an hour of prep, you couldn't come up with a better one? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Get back to me in like ten minutes and I'll have something better. Anyway, and today we are joined by two of the... Members of uh, the Freedom Green Authoring Incorporated. I forgot what the real name is. Freelance. Freelance. So say hi. Introduce yourselves. I'm Trav. I'm the author guy. Um, you may resume omnidirectional viewing now. Or listening. Whatever. <laughs> I'm uh, the anime cow. The playtester dude. And uh, <laughs> all around pain in this guy's bum. <laughs> You were the one that rattles the cages, they oh, might say. Oh, so many cages have been rattled. I actually got Harmonix on the uh, official Rock Band forums back when I was still on there. I got actually got Harmonix Henry uh, sending me a message saying, dude, calm down. Because <laughs> it was <laughs> That's impressive. It's, yeah. okay. it's okay. We still love you. Yeah. For those keeping track, this is the second podcast me and Anime Cow have been on. Yes, oh, first man. one was uh, Rhythm, I mean, not Rhythm Authors, it was a Star Power podcast. I believe episode thirty-four. Cannot remember. Something like that. Something wrong. Tilt sensor's broken. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what episode they're up to. I've. uh... (laughs) Why didn't we call? Why didn't we call this one the Overdrive Podcast? Huh? Huh? (laughs) Huh? Direct competition. One one of these days, I will give the uh, (laughs) the reason why the podcast is named this way. Um, Okay. (laughs) Can't possibly be because it's your authoring company no not at all no no couldn't couldn't Completely all, right, so, all right fine i'm gonna give fine i'll give the freaking story <laughs> um, all right basically go. i want to do a rock band network podcast but that, i only had uh, access to people that were from rhythm authors so i wasn't going to call it a rock band network podcast if all the people were rhythm authors people <laughs> i see that makes so sense. named it the rhythm authors podcast then i was like well maybe we can get guests I didn't realize that the thread would explode to three pages in two hours when I put up the thread. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so we have the guys from Freedom Green Freelance. Um, yep. I think you already basically answered what your roles at the company are. So yep. what got the two of you into rock bands, starting with Trav? Right. I was a fan of Guitar Hero because I really wanted to play guitar, and and uh, all my life my parents kept saying no because I'm rather young, and it's very embarrassing. Anyway, wait, um, yeah, I think so, guitar is embarrassing. No, me being young is embarrassing. Oh, anyway, yeah. So basically, in 2005, this Guitar Hero thing came out, and I mean, it looked close enough. Sure, it was like you know the quote unquote loser's way of doing it, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this, and I did. Um, and it was awesome. And, uh, somehow it convinced my parents that I was dedicated enough to actually learn this because I was able to, uh, get to hard mode, which is probably embarrassing in a you know <laughs> podcast that'll be listened to on score hero and junk. But anyway, yeah, I was a hard player back then. Hooray. You all were too. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it was like beast mode back then though. Yeah. The hammer-ons didn't work anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, well, they did, but you know. But anyway, yeah, so uh, then I got myself a real guitar, and it kept going, blah, blah, blah. And um, eventually, you know, I kept sticking around with the uh, with Guitar Hero, and um, Guitar Hero 3 was, to me, was weird. So, you know, I, I was just Too like, slash. No, not really. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I How wasn't How is that sure. even possible? I was just like, well, you know what? The timing window is really weird, and, like, I like it, but it's just not the same so i looked into it and i was like oh they're making a, a different game called rock band but and it's going to be the original for like people and uh yeah and that's how i got into it because i i was like i must buy this and i did 
They delayed it a month in Canada because they didn't have French stickers on the freaking box. And I had to wait, and it was so annoying. And my, red, really my, my Xbox red-ringed like seven oh, days later. And I was just like, ah! thousand Canadian dollars or ten American dollars <laughs> if you prefer. Yeah, one of those two. <laughs> Not nowadays, it's the other way around. Yeah, I know. I, I was quoting Canadian Bacon, if anyone's ever seen that movie. Uh, Michael Moore, he had, he painted a bunch of anti-Canadian slogans on his van and drove it through, and he gets stopped out by a police officer and fined because they're not in French also. <laughs> that's oh, funny. that's true. Uh, Cal? <laughs> ah, yes. Well, um, I've got kind of the same, kind of close to Trav's story about um, the discovery. It came from Guitar Hero, and... Uh, one day at a Sam's Club, I think I've gone over this already a million times, but uh, one day... Well, my at, audience hasn't heard it. Yes, your audience has not yet. <laughs> I haven't but, heard it. probably yeah. have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was just one day I was at Sam's Club with my parents and they had this Guitar Hero 2 thing set up. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll try this out. And next thing I know, I'm failing pathetically at Shout of the Devil and I never want to touch the game again. <laughs> but then I finally decide to buy it for my little brother because he he thought it was cool, and so I'm like, oh, I might as well get it. Got it, and ended up playing it way more than him. And fast forward to Rock Band's release, and I buy it for the PS2 because I'm a total rhythm game addict at this point. <laughs> and I'm I, and I realize, wait, this isn't good at all. I have the PS2 version. I don't get any DLC. Oh. No, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much how my r- r- rhythm gaming started. It was thanks to Sam's Club setting up a display, and fast forward to now, and <laughs> I've <laughs> pretty much played every major rhythm game over the last few years, and to, to, and have become to a skill point where I I'm just five starring Devil Tier stuff on site read kind of ridiculous i have something to add to my story i (laughs) I forgot that um the first day i got guitar hero all my friends were over and we were all playing it and i sucked the the worst at it and they were like this is the best game ever and they were rocking medium and i was all uneasy because i sucked (laughs) and i was the only one of all of them who ever got the expert yeah i'm awesome anyway (laughs) nice the moral takeaway from the story is that sam's club is worth more than just cola Yes. Yes. They don't have that in Canada, do they? I don't think so. Yeah. I've never seen one. Don't we don't have, have cola? cola? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have cola. You don't have sugar water? Oh, <laughs> sugar man. water? No. It sucks. They just combine syrup and water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which which they bleed. As everyone knows, Canadians bleed maple syrup. Hey, Truth. we don't always do. It's too cold here to bleed. It freezes. That's true, too. Yeah. So what... Uh, so now that we know what brought you to Rock Band, what brought you to Creators? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Actually, I have the best story ever for that. Anyway. I'll, be the, I'll be the judge of that, sir. Well, okay. It, it, I should say the best timing ever. Basically, oh. back in the day, I was, um, you know, I was just starting to record my stuff. And, uh, well, okay, it wasn't just starting, but just starting to record it in good enough quality for this kind of thing. And uh, I was like, well... I'd, I'd love to have my songs in one of these games, like Guitar Hero or Rock Band, but what are the chances? Like, never. So I was going to Score Hero, and I knew that the custom scenes were really big, and I knew that Threats on Fire was the unspoken uh, thing that we were I've allowed never, to talk about. I've never heard of this thing. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, it's that oh. thing. So I'm I was confused. like, I was like, well, who does that game or you know other various knockoffs? And I thought I would do a bit of research because I was going to donate my entire album to them as official songs, and uh, so that way it wouldn't technically be a custom. Because right. I mean, who goes to them and says, "Here's my songs and here's the masters," right? So yeah. Um, and on the front page of Score Hero, it said, "Rock Band Network announced: Get your songs in Rock Band, pretty much." And I was just like. Oh my god! Perfect timing! <laughs> Dude! And I signed up immediately to Rhythm Authors, and it was like to submit my song. And it was awesome. <laughs> nice. And it's so been how- going ever since. So how did, uh, how did you come across Anime Cow then? Right. Uh, same. Did we? Oh, same. Yeah. yeah, it was the same thing, actually. The day that uh, 
that Rhythm Authors, I think it was the day after Rhythm Authors started up, when they started up their Twitter account and started posting some of their recent gets, mm-hmm. uh, I saw... Uh, I saw Blue Fusion's uh, post about uh, his uh, the song that you guys had signed, uh, "Fighting Spirit." Yeah, so I saw it and I went to their uh, to his MySpace page. Lol, lol, MySpace. Who uses that thing? Anyway? <laughs> Who uses that anymore? Hey, really? bands still use MySpace pages, man. Yeah, yeah. I know, and, and it's thing. annoying because I don't like them. Neither <laughs> do I. I think, I think they should all switch to Bandcamp pages, but that's just me. Anyway, I, I, we all we did. Yeah, and. Yeah, so I, I I go there and I look at his influences and it's like Buckethead, Paul Gilbert, instant Ooh. fan, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just I loved his stuff. And way back in the day, I used to be the uh, one of the head honchos on a uh, a little n- nobody knew about it podcast called Team Unit Crew, and I invited uh, I invited Trav on as a guest host, and. Yeah, I'm, well, not as a guest host, as a guest uh, to interview him, because at the time I thought it was this his this this big cool rock star, and, and he'd be <laughs> oh, looking man. down his nose at me the whole podcast. I have eyes up there. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, but. Then yeah, so from there it just kind of escalated from that. He came on, did an interview, and we just we hung out a lot after that. Talked constantly, and we were cool. Yes, we were he, very he cool. Was, he was a cool dude, and and uh, little known fact actually, my other band, Green and Green, which is now like my only band. Sorry, Blue Fusion. <laughs> um, yeah, he actually invited a um, web comic artist called Yamino, which was our singer actually, which wasn't at the time but uh she agreed right on his podcast to be our singer and basically he's the reason why ramp truck even has vocals so that leads into like later things that we'll talk about yes, <laughs> yes. spoilers spoilers oh god i'm sorry spoiler <laughs> spoilers alert. about spoilers. the rest of the podcast oh, man. yeah so um, so from there uh that's uh, how we we uh grew our bond and from there uh trav wanted to start charting his own songs because uh un- Cause unnamed it was fun unnamed Edit situation here, we will not talk fun. about <laughs> i wanted to yes <laughs> let's let's go with that cover story um God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> but uh so yes as i was saying um so we were trying to figure out how to start a uh, an account on creators, and we figured out that you cannot start one from Canada. So I was the go-between for that, and that's how uh, our, our our unlikely partnership on creators started. And I became the playtester. He was a really what? freaking good playtester. You should see our list of songs that we've playtested. Yeah, a <laughs> hundred at this moment, a hundred and fifty-one reviews over the last year. That Ooh. is a lot. It's not even a year yet. Man. Yeah. yeah, that is impressive. Our not goal long. was to be playtest king, but it didn't happen. We're, <laughs> we're a not... naughty monkey now. Yeah, Aww. it's a special yeah. designation, though. So it, it I, is. I would say, yeah. Uh, what uh, what level would your uh, social link be at this point? Social link. Explain. <laughs> Damn it! It's a persona <laughs> reference. Uh, okay. I was just about to say, is this a persona reference? Oh, yeah. man! Now I really wish I had played Persona. Me too. <laughs> It's really good. I love. Uh, I've only played four, but yeah. I really liked it. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> now that we know I got you into creators, uh, what is your favorite and least favorite part of the uh, submission accepting process? Oh God! Oh God! I love this question, by the way. <laughs> okay, so wait. I can so, see why. So wait, um, <laughs> re- wait, um, because I wasn't entirely listening because my head was screaming. Oh God, no! Uh, so like that's including the authoring process then. Everything from uh from like getting from getting the stems to having it come out. Okay. Okay. I have a favorite that's unlikely and weird. And that is to mix the songs, believe it or not. I actually really freaking love mixing the songs because you always um find little secret things that nobody's ever ever heard before in the mix and you get to, you know, play around with it and boost it and, and then people once the song comes out are like, Whoa, that part's new or you know, I've never heard that in the song before. And for some reason I just really, really, really like doing that. And um my least favorite is the hand animations for the guitarist and the bassist. Oh, God. Those are oh. the most tedious and evil spawns of it's hell. They're 
so much worse when you know what's played too yeah i know i want to put them in the right spots but i don't um, know what fret corresponds to what yeah thing and um (laughs) actually i tried my damnedest if you look at guitars suck you'll see that the hand animations are besides the tapping should be almost yeah. one one with the actual like when I saw that video of uh, Ron playing it up close and slow, mm-hmm. and uh, if you watch the hand, it's pretty close. It's as good as I could have got it. Yeah, it is very tough to do. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Cal? Uh, let's see. Favorite. I think the fa- my favorite part of the whole process is uh, is just the discovery of new music. You know, when you're out hunting for bands for the service or you're playtesting stuff, it's just it's discovering all this new music you've never heard of and seeing how awesome some of these bands are. Now, because I, I only say this because I'm not involved directly in the uh, authoring process yet. I would probably have <laughs> at least... <laughs> yeah. But now my least favorite thing... Ooh. Uh-oh. That's it's coming on Lamo podcasts to promote. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna it's gonna be hard to choose. <laughs> He's got so many things. Yeah, there's so many he things. Hates so much about this. <laughs> I think it's the the thing I hate the most is inconsistent play tests and reviews. When there's you'll get a, a couple reviews on a song. But then half of them will be saying that it's undercharted. Half of them will be saying oh, it's God. overcharted. And then there is a little bit that just say it's incorrectly charted. They don't cite what's wrong or where it's wrong. They just say it's wrong. Dude, I, I, dude, I, I guitars def- suck. Guitars suck. <laughs> guitars suck. <laughs> I do. Uh, I definitely see where that's coming from. That's why uh, when I play test, I always try my best to uh, give what I oh. think would be a better authoring for something. So it's like, listen, I think this is bad. And here's a way to fix it, you know. Um, and I do sometimes worry that, like, my playtest will wind up, oh, well, I changed it because this other person said to change it. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine it's a, it's a gigantic headache. Yeah. Also, also, I can't hear the bass! Where's the oh, bass? Oh, God. Erratic eruption. All, like, ten revisions of it. If you listen now, the rhythm guitar is completely and utterly gone. <laughs> because nobody could hear the bass and they just kept hearing the rhythm guitar that was like negative 23 decibels. Also, I have to interrupt and I'm sorry, but I just got an email message after I asked Bumblefoot if he wanted to say anything to anybody on Score Hero. And he uh, replied just now and said, Hi, everyone! <laughs> wow. So there you go. Bumblefoot's official word. He says, Hi, everyone. Somehow Score Hero's going to get offended by that. He loves you guys. Come on. And then. Then they'll argue over uh, over whether they're better Guitar Hero players than Bumblefoot, and w- yeah. what form of Guitar Hero band. playing is better. Well, well he, uh, play, he Trav, plays rock band. I, Trav, I'm really upset that you would overchart that message so badly. Ah, oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, and I, I said I wouldn't even go into Guitar Suck because it's such a touchy subject with these guys. But you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But uh, don't worry, you guys. Real is going to be better, and the third song is even better. So it betterer. Yeah. That, that might that might be a hint. Oh my god, the besterest, <laughs> the besterest. Um. So lastly, now that we've gotten through all the Rock Band Network stuff, just uh-huh. one final question: What are your thoughts on Rock Band Three? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. You know what? I'm gonna start because I I'm usually the guy that's like, oh my god, harmonics is so kick ass, and I can understand why they do things that might be ten boy, ten boy, ten boy. Yeah, he, he calls me a fanboy, although he's a Guitar Hero fanboy. But regardless, anyway, we're we're like opposite fanboys. But I don't name call here. Hey, I take it as a compliment. <laughs> I am a fanboy. I, I I admit it. Um, it's too flashy. I have eye conditions, and um, I can't see at all because the fretboard isn't um solid enough, <laughs> so I actually can't play it that much. It, it is weird sad. when it's I go back to do uh when I go back to do playtests in Rock Band Two. I look at the fretboard, I'm like, this fretboard is gigantic yeah. compared <laughs> to Rock Band 3's fretboard. And the uh, breakneck speed seems to be a lot faster, too, which is weird. I think it feels faster because the fretboard's smaller. Yeah. I like, but other than that, I think Rock Band 3 made so many improvements. I'm not really missing the competitive modes either. So that's just me. <laughs> I'm a casual. All right, and then we're not even going to ask Cal this question, so let's continue. Dude, no! <laughs> he, I'm just weird. messing. 
I I really like Rock Band Three, but uh, I mean the juxtaposition of what he says, I think, yeah, and he calling me a rock guitar hero fanboy. <laughs> just because I thought Guitar Hero was the best in the series does not make me a fanboy. I mean, Guitar, guitar Hero, hero six, was... six. Oh, you mean Warriors Rock? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dang you, one of swords. <laughs> Anyway, uh, anyway, that's beside the point. No one's reference, gonna get that reference. Continuity reference that no one will get. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was an excellent game. I I thought it was a, a severe improvement over Rock Band Two. Rock Band Two was an amazing game, but they made it even better in Rock Band Three. And most of the stuff Score Hero complains about, I really don't care about the whole lot. The the uh, breakneck speed and practice mode and things like that. I don't actually use practice mode, so uh, <laughs> too hardcore. Yeah, I'm far too hardcore. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an FC maniac. I I'm pretty much five star it and move on. Mm-hmm. But um, the only the only things that I was really upset about really in Rock Band Three was that the music selection was a little unfocused and there was a lot of indie pop that really annoyed. I didn't like at all. Interesting. Yeah, and um, it's and, funny because uh, for me, uh, a lot of the indie pop stuff is like my favorite stuff. So like. Yeah, I, I I loathe something bigger, something brighter. That I song. love that song. It's mm. such a good song. If I, I still haven't he- played like half of that darn set list, so the mm. only real indie pop song I got to was like "Living in America." I think I "Living in America" is awesome too. It's a great song. But yeah, but yeah I, was, I can I can understand your point of view on that one though. Yeah, yeah. If I have to had to hear oh 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 one more time, <laughs> I was gonna shoot myself. I, I couldn't uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were singing the song or going to Sam Kinison there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but Is there anything the, else? The only the only other thing I was kind of disappointed in was that they they didn't implement a uh, an expert plus mode, which mm-hmm. I mean would it seems like such a simple thing that Guitar Hero in, implemented in a in a band centric game for God's sakes and moved it on into all their games after it. And yeah, Harmonix can't. Let's not let's not discount band centric games. I mean, Har- no. Harmonies was introduced in Beatles. Oh yeah, yeah. band centric games are great, but I mean, I mean. It wasn't even a main title, and they still moved it on to you know the main series. And that's true, but uh, is, I'm just yeah. I wouldn't discount band centric games just like because I mean Harm- harmonies is a big thing, and that was introduced in a band centric game. Mm, yeah, I forgot about the uh, fail threshold being a lot. Um, oh, that sensitive. is pretty annoying. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I I failed erratic eruption, and yeah. Yeah, he, he wrote and performed that song, so that's kind of yeah, wrong man. on so many levels. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> it's sure okay. I failed, it's, I failed it's one okay. of my songs before in Rock Band 2. I failed it live, too, so that's all good, I guess. But, yes. um, yeah, I know I got the song over screen and everything live. But, um, that, anyway. That does remind me of another uh, good thing, though, is that, that no-fail mode works in all modes now, and it'll still save your scores. Mm-hmm. That is a huge godsend. I, I just I I just play with no fail mode on nowadays because if if there's that one ludicrously hard part that's gonna fail you out every time of the song, but you can pretty much five star the rest of it. I mean that fixes it right there. What would you say to people that say that uh, the no fail le- going up on the leaderboards isn't fair because people who don't have no fail on won't they will be saving overdrive for the part that's really hard. So if there's like a blast, something like modern mathematics. There's a blast at the end that I can't pass without overdrive. And if I was to use it someplace else, I could get a higher score if well, I know that I won't fail. If you're that concerned with the leaderboards, then just turn no fail mode on like everyone else. Yeah. You don't think that it cheapens the, uh, the leaderboards in any way? Uh, I don't know, a little bit. It, it would be cool if there were like separate leaderboards, but I don't know, their servers are probably stressed enough. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of leaderboards already. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's really it's it's that big of a deal. I mean, mm-hmm. no fail working really doesn't matter because I mean, the better players are going to get the better scores. That's just how it works, you know. But right. eh, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm pretty well, much that, with everyone else here. Well, now that we're through all the uh, introductions, I think we know who these guys are. Um, let's talk nope. about quick one one quick news thing that happened. Um, the first Rock Band three patch came out. And some of the things are kind of weird. <laughs> the things that they fixed, uh, the Iron Man eyebrow freeze in Character Creator, I had never heard of this. Neither had, either, had either of you guys experienced it? No, I, I haven't experienced I any glitches wait, so far, wait actually. A minute, wait a minute. Was it, was it a freeze, or was it just that the uh, they reset the default eyebrows when you 
It says okay. it says the character creator would sometimes seize up when reselecting default for oh, the Iron okay. Man. All right. I never heard of it before. It was very strange. That is um, the most obscure bug I've ever heard of. I know. <laughs> it's hey, very strange. It, right? But yeah. it's fixed now, so Yeah, but there's that, a, that's uh, something you would never ever find within like three years of testing. That's ludicrous. <laughs> apparently someone found it. Yeah, well, yeah apparently. Well, once you multiply the testing base by a million, then you know, these <laughs> things happen. And yeah. uh the fixed save data with long band names. Apparently there's some glitch there. They fixed the roadie screen. The roadie uh, loading screen. Actually, you know what? I, I, I haven't experienced the... You I haven't ex- two halves? Uh, no. No, I, I have. Um, I no, haven't no, no, experienced no, it in like a month, though. I've well, I'm talking about me. <laughs> I've never experienced it. I've seen Score Hero complain about it, and I was like, wait, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, I've, <laughs> I get that Cal- screen all the time, but it doesn't freeze. Same. Cal hasn't had it freeze. Uh, yeah. It must be Canada. Canada yeah, must be cold. safe. It's, it's too cold. Well, that's the thing. Wait, I'm not. I'm mind. not actually in Canada. I'm an American. Oh yeah, that's right. That's beside the point. Yeah, but I I yeah. have not had any uh, freezing problems with it. Side. Of course, I haven't played Rock Band three nearly as much as some people. So mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've completed the endless yeah. setlist three, and I've gotten the majority of the goals and achievements. But I haven't like mm-hmm. I, I haven't I had just haven't experienced that that freeze screen. Interesting. I know for me, it came to a certain point that when that screen would come up, that loading screen, I'd go. <gasps> And then, make, and then it would go, and then I'd be, oh, I don't have to restart my 360. <laughs> but here's my favorite thing that came with the patch. Um, the pause scoring exploit fix. So, people who don't know, Rock Band 3, when you pause, it rewinds. And someone figured out that they could use this as an exploit to hit one note, pause, rewind, hit another note, pause, rewind, and they just basically FC anything that way. And this was the same problem that would have happened in Warriors of Rock, but Neversoft already built in uh, a mechanic that would stop that score from being uploaded. But this patch brings the same sort of mechanic to Rock Band. And the reason it's interesting to me is because I don't, I don't picture Harmonix the type of company that would actually patch something like that. What do you guys think? I well, I thought about like the rewinding thing and how it might be used as an exploit, but then I was like, well, no one would ever do that, and so <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It's Harmonix has patched things before. I mean, they patched the hammer on chords in Rock Band too. So I mean, why not? But I think right? I think what what amazes me about this is that it's such a niche thing like so few people are going to do that and it affects so few songs that it kind of amazes me that they would go out of their way to patch that that's true yeah, i know I, th- I think they realize that it might be a concern for some people who are really really big on the leaderboards i suppose um, no, I don't know. I, I say that as if I had any sort of idea what they were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just thought it was interesting. I would just imagine that it would take an eternity to FC a song that way. I mean, you got you got the normal length of the song, then you got the time added on to it for every single rewind to hit every single note in the hard sections. I mean, that's just... Mm-hmm. that's <laughs> you, You'll end up taking a good two hours to FC a five-minute song. Yeah, that's what... Again, that gets back to why I'm so amazed that they would patch it. I guess it was just a really easy patch. But uh, if you pause too many times within a certain number of notes, then uh, your score will not be uploaded, is the solution. Yeah. All right, we'll continue on here. Okay. back from that break and this episode we have quite a few songs coming out uh we have lipstick cigarette by last good year which was a song that we talked about on the very first podcast right sound defense yes yeah the very first one and i chose to talk about it because it had been in playtest for or pre-review for so long it's finally out thank god (laughs) next we have finally make videos next we have so fine or by the breakdown 
Toy Machine, very happy. <laughs> Toy Machine, it's, he he's been looking forward to that one. I hadn't, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, hadn't heard. <laughs> anyway. I, I hadn't heard either. <laughs> <laughs> and then last from Rhythm Authors, we have "Have Faith in Me" by A Day to Remember, and from mm-hmm. Free and Green Freelance. I hope I got that right. Freelance for short. Freelance. We have Frostbite Cavern by Wolf Blur, which is really cool, by the way. And uh, Lolly Town by Mike Furman, which is also cool for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Very different reasons. And my song this week is Berserker by After the Burial. Berserker by After the Burial. Um, go to our guests first. Uh, Anime Cow, what did you think? Uh, I I personally love that song. I uh, I was one of the f- uh, first people to discover it when it appeared on Creators, and I looked up the band immediately. And, and it, it's it's really it's a great song with uh, a great chart uh, on uh, on guitar. Uh, though the main riff can be quite annoying at times, uh, depending on on the the timing and the speed at which you have to go. It's still it's still very enjoyable when you actually get it down, and oh lord, the drums! This blast <laughs> oh, beat, blast the beat, drums. blast beat. Yeah, for drummers out there, it starts with a, it starts with some blasts, and then it gets pretty normal for the rest of the song, and then at the end, he just blasts for like a straight minute. Just why not? <laughs> because he can. <laughs> because he can. Uh, what do you think, Trav? Right, I liked the audio, and um, I'm not too. Uh, I'm not very. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's I'm not fond of the genre, but I mean like they did it well, you know what I mean? It's like right. I can appreciate it. And um since nobody ever commented on the bass, holy crap, the bass looks pretty intense as well. So I actually I was so distracted by the guitar, I didn't look much at the bass. Yeah, exactly. you were distracted by the guitar. There you go. Yeah. Well dude, the guitar is sick in this song. Yeah, that's is. true. It is it is sort of going all over the place everywhere, which is really cool. And the bass looks pretty fun. I mean it it's really kick ass. What else is there to say? Yeah, there you go. It's a kick song. Yep. That would be cool. The thing I noticed about that song is, like, uh, I I know that a lot of metal songs, they have the whole uh, screaming lyrics thing, but in this song, he does this really, really weird thing with his voice that I I related at the time. It sounds like he's talking through about 10 miles of pipe, and it just, it comes out as this completely indecipherable noise it's not words it's noise and it's yeah, hardcore man it's reverb it, crazy it, it, reverb or something it, it's it's just uh it, it drives me crazy <laughs> you know when people do that because it's it's just so weird it takes me out of the song completely and this is pretty much my feeling throughout the entirety of death quota for purification when i was doing that song Fun story about that. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know if any of you have played the song, but uh, the singer does I that weird sound thing. Defense, thanks. Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking to the listeners right now. The, the people, the other people engaged in the podcast more passively. You know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> for viewers like me, ding. Sure. Continue. So yeah, th- this vocalist he does that for like half the song, and the. You just you just have no idea what he's saying because it just comes out as random noises and they could be absolutely anything, and this was a problem because we had no idea what the lyrics were <laughs> to this song, and so we ended up uh, going to the band and asking, "Hey, what are the lyrics here?" And they're like, "I don't know. <laughs> I'm too I'm too metal to even know." That's how no, they, hardcore I am. They had no, no I, idea. I do, I do believe that that specific band, the Mirad Burial, they were far too high to know what the the lyrics were. Yeah, they they basically just said that uh, if, even if half the lyrics were just replaced with the word "re," then that would be fine. Which <laughs> we almost do, we had like we had just like a re version when we were putting it through the process. Yeah, that's that amazing. That song was very difficult. I feel like we're a bit down on it just because it's like really rough metal. But I think, oh no, if, I love that song. Yeah, and I like it a lot too. I, I love the guitar work in it. I think if you're, you know, if you're into that kind of metal, you definitely, uh, definitely look at it. Yeah, it's definitely one of the harder songs uh, in rock band on guitar. 
I mean, I know the sweeps at the end killed me quite a couple times in Rock Band 2. Right. Speaking of hard guitar songs, segue. <laughs> what song do you have for us this week, Anime Cow? Uh, this week I have uh, the wonderful Bumblefoot song, Real. Real by Bumblefoot. So, what do you guys think about it? Uh, that was real crazy. <laughs> uh, compared to, uh, I have to compare it to Guitar Suck just because it's the other Bumblefoot song it's that's okay. out. Okay. And uh, I really like the song a lot more personally. It's kind of weird. I mean, it's it's a lot shorter. Gas yeah. about only two minutes. But I just feel like it's a lot catchier. The guitar is a lot more interesting. The drums are a lot more interesting. Like everything is just more interesting to me, and it yeah. still has that insane Bumblefoot solo. I do. What is he doing? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything? Yeah, I, I was just like du- doing a double take at some of the ridiculous stuff near the end of the solo. That's obs- <laughs> nah. I don't even know what to say. Yes, it does leave you a little bit speechless the first time you see it. Yes, <laughs> I do. Actually, kind of hope to sing the song at some point. I know it's all talkies, but. I don't know, it's catchy for some reason. Yes, all, yeah. all I have to say about that is now you've started something that you can't stop. Oh god, I wanted to use that in the, um, in the count-in. You know, like, now, now, now you started something that you can't stop, and then just starts the song. But uh, I couldn't make it fit, and it, I don't know, I, I had no idea what, the, what he was saying, and I, I just thought it was like random uh, babbling, so... <laughs> and then I got the lyrics file, and I was like, "Wait, where the hell does this line fit in?" Oh, okay. And, and I just can't unhear now. You know, oh, that's funny. I can't. Yeah. Is there anything about it that you guys wanted to mention? Or yes, there's um at the beginning ish of the solo. Um, yeah, there's these ascending triplets that a lot of people are having a uh, some complaints about. Actually, they're saying like, "No, those are single notes." Um, I have the stems, and actually. He's playing the intro riff again, but it's really fast, and uh, it's on a, a different um, part of the neck. And uh, it it's very hard to hear because he's doing it so fast, but I promise you, they're there. I, I assure you. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just, oh man. The I very end of the solo about. kills me. Oh god, yeah. He, he's actually playing a similar scale to uh, Buckethead at the very end there. He's got the oh. same pattern. Nice. So yeah. Got more, you got to put more faith in the in the the fig guys. I call you the fig guys. Is that fine? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I have more faith. Um, Just a little bit. So go check that song out because it's really cool. Yeah, but, uh, I I'd like to think I know what I'm talking about. Just because <laughs> I Bumblefoot actually, this is a part of the thing that uh, not a whole lot of people know. Uh, Bumblefoot is incredibly, incredibly uh, um, involved in the process mm-hmm. of all of these things, like. Uh, if I need help with a certain segment, he actually like either tabs it out or does a video or just shows me in general how he actually played it on the real guitar. And then uh, I'm a guitarist, so I'd follow along and try to get the certain feel for it um, and, you know, try to translate it to five notes. And then uh, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Compromises <laughs> have to be made, and yes. including in the real solo. There's a, a segment that would need at least seven buttons and <laughs> it it wouldn't work, but we had to just make it a little bit easier. Sorry. It's a complicated process. It's, yeah. What but, uh, uh yeah. what song do you have for us this episode? Sound Offense. Uh my song this uh this week it came out a little while ago. I'm not sure exactly when. But uh, uh this is by uh, I can never it's it, Mason Douglas is his name? Yes. All right. Yes, Mason Douglas and this is a song called Right Now Romeo. And 
And that song, once again, was Mason Douglas featuring Blue Morning. I forgot to mention that earlier. And that is the song Right Now, Romeo. What does everyone think? Well, I love it. I mean, <laughs> I think I've talked about my my slow, gradual uh, increase in country. <laughs> I, I, like When I joined Rhythm Authors, I was just like, country, ew. But... Uh, over time, as I started working on it, I've come to appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, it's, and, the songs like this definitely grow on you. Yeah, and I mean, the vocals and guitar are just really, really good in this song, I think. Um, what do the fig guys think? Anything? Uh, when the song first started up, I thought it sounded like it was going into Top Gun Anthem. <laughs> so that's an instant win in my book. But I don't know if that's in the sample or not, but yes, the intro definitely has a very Top Gun theme uh, style to it. Um, anything else? Um, I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not personally into, into country a whole lot, but it, it did have its merits and it did have quite an interesting guitar line that looked, looked pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Sound defense. Do you want to, do you want to just talk about it? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I have to. Okay. I, th- this has bugged, this has bugged me ever since I first listened to the song and I bring this up every time the song comes up. Mason Douglas sounds exactly like Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. There is like no difference in their voice whatsoever. If you go it back and listen mind. to it. Yeah, if yeah. you go back and listen to it, it will blow your mind if you didn't already pick up on it. <laughs> you will never unhear this. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's actually uh, also kind of interesting. When I was uh, going through uh, and QAing this song on vocals, I sort of isolated his uh, vocal track and one of those on a couple of those really long Romeos, his voice got to the point where it sounded exactly like a synthesizer, namely the synthesizer that was playing. There was no difference between those two either. That's very strange. So he is a robotic Rob Thomas. Is that what I guess. To say? Oh my I, god. I am. I th- I think he actually sounds like Gilbert Gottfried in real life, but he has a program that translates his voice into Rob Thomas voice. There you I'm go. A- Amazing. Every throughout all of the QA process, we had to hear him talk about Rob Thomas and how much this song reminded him of that. I brought this up every opportunity I have. You guys have no idea how annoying I was. Oh, it was really funny though. Um, what? Uh, so, final song, Trav. What you got for us? Man, my own band song because I am totally self-centered. <laughs> but uh, see, I thought that the other dudes might have sat in on this, so I thought that everybody would have had a comment, but it's just us, me and uh, the cow. So, um, yeah, I have Ramp Truck by Freen and Green, and um, yeah, it was awesome. Here's a sample. was the best song ever ramp truck <laughs> no i'm just kidding i have an ego that that was my band song ramp truck and i'm the guitarist by the way if i didn't mention that so yeah i don't think i did at the beginning of the podcast i'm not sure well, um, whatever people probably assumed but. yeah e- egotism aside it is yeah, a really cool song i don't i don't have a serious ego i'm joking i'm sorry but yeah <laughs> now he's self-conscious no this is how he fools you into thinking that he's a good person. <laughs> so, any thoughts on the song then? Or? I like those lyrics. It's just, it's just like we have the words "fiend" and "green." Now let's come up with as many puns as we can manage, and it <laughs> works better than you think. <laughs> the the vocals are pretty good, especially the lyrics. It's a great sensor trick. <laughs> partway through the song which is really funny when it happens funnily um, enough we originally had a duck sound effect there because for some reason you know it, it rhymed with the word it's censoring and um then spoilers later, what it's censoring now yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry holy crap but um yeah so what happened was the duck sound effect was actually copyrighted <laughs> that we used and i was just like you can't can you can you even do that and and That's sure enough, hilarious. apparently it was. So so you replaced we were, it with the happy birthday song. Yeah. And, oh crap. <laughs> no, but uh, then we decided. Well, you know, maybe we can like go to a duck pond and seriously record a duck. <laughs> and then I was, and then um, the drummer at the time, uh, Mint, 
He was like, the song is about trucks. Why the hell didn't we just get a truck honk in the first place? And I was just like, <laughs> why didn't... What, I, you blew my mind. Just, why didn't we? <laughs> so, yeah, we got a truck sound effect, and there you go. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> I think the up- singer actually lip syncs to it. I, I didn't intend for that. It's not on the Drybox file, but it seems like it. <laughs> It seems like it because it has the mouth wide open and everything. So. That's really strange, especially yeah. since there's no uh, lyric. It's just a gap because it's censored. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think. I mean, this is a really cool song. You said that the second guitar solo was added for Rock Band. Yes, basically. Um, uh, we were inspired by another Canadian band called Billy Talent, and they did a live version of their song "Devil on My Shoulder" that added an additional bass solo and a guitar solo, and I was like. We just have to do that, and it has to be Ramp Truck, because Ramp Truck's freaking boring. So we did that, and it was amazing, because our bassist at the time had only been playing for about a month. And he's, this is seriously his skill in a month on the That's bass there. Cool. And we, we just jammed on it, and it was the greatest thing ever <laughs> for, yeah, a, the for second, us. I mean. The second guitar solo really brings it all together, I think. I mean, it, it doesn't feel like it's added at all. It yeah. just feels natural to me. Yeah. Oh man, the original order of it though it was completely weird. And um, <laughs> uh, somebody might notice I'm actually using the same kind of scale that Buckethead uses in a lot of his solos during that uh, last solo. There's a little uh, homage in there. Oh, because can- I was like, I freaking love Buckethead. So. Oh, canon? <laughs> <laughs> no, the canon not progression. Canon. No solo progression, man. I actually Cute. forget the name of the scale, but but yeah. The song is is quite excellent. I mean, the drums are uh, it can be a little awkward at first, but you get you get them down pretty quick. And the the bass parts, I I I've said this before and I'll say it again. Everything that uh, the bassist for Freedom Green Adam produces is is consistently fun. It's simple, but it's somehow yeah, it's, fun. It it really is. It's not it's not overly complex, but it, it really is enjoyable to play. Especially the, the base, the base chords shift at the end of the uh, song. <laughs> Speaking of that, thank you for segueing into that, my friend. Everybody has been commenting, "Why the hell did we author a truck noise or something, a vehicle noise at the end?" Spoiler: that is actually a marble being dragged across a bass string with distortion on, and uh, it happened that's, when that's... my bassist was sitting in his room and he had all of his like tracks done for it. And uh, he was just like, hey, there's a marble sitting on my desk. I wonder how this would sound on my bass. And he just did it. That's some- and then he, he brought it to my house with, with my distortion pedal. And we recorded it here in high quality. And it was just the most retarded thing when he was just like, hey, I've got this marble and I could do this thing. And, and I was just like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I mean, I'm the one with the freaky sound effects in my solos, man. But he did it and uh, that's a real bass. <laughs> It, it is go. cool. It, All right. Well, I, I think that leads naturally to the next question. Why would you author a marble sliding <laughs> on a base at the end of the song? Because it's awesome. I, I support the awesome. <laughs> it's like some Tom Merlock stuff you got going on there. Yeah. Like, oh, we took a actually, wrench and then just beat the crap out of a base. <laughs> then we authored See, it. See, and that's, that's the thing. In Blue Fusion, that's how my solo style was. If you listen to the other stuff in the in the other band, I was the Tom Morello of that band, but uh, Adam is turning into quite the Tom Morello of bass here, which I guess you might call him like Wes Claypool or something. I don't know. Yeah. He's not that crazy yet, but he'll get there. I, yeah. I promise. It is cool. He doesn't He doesn't sing about Jerry yet. No, not quite. Yet. He doesn't sing yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. Adam, we're looking at you. And that concludes another episode of the Rhythm Authors podcast. Uh, you can check us out at rhythmauthors.com. Find us at, at rhythmauthors on Twitter. If you want to look at Rockman Network stuff, you can go to rockbandnetwork.com or creators.com or creators.rockband.com. And don't forget, we're now in iTunes. So subscribe to us there. It'll help boost us and uh, submit reviews, comment, do all the whole stuff. It'll help us get out to other people. Um, I, uh, if you want to contact me, you can find me at, at Mistaken on Twitter. 
Uh, you can find me at mistaken on YouTube and mistaken.bandcamp.com for all of my original music. That's M Y S T A K I N. Okay. Uh, as for me, uh, you can find me at at that at the Sound Defense on Twitter, of uh, Sound Defense RB on YouTube, and you can check out uh, my various writings at cracked.com, Nintendo Gal, and Gamer TV Network. All right. So. <laughs> You can find me at freenandgreen.bandcamp.com uh, or uh, you can contact me at freenandgreen at gmail.com. Uh, and just a shout out here, Wolf Blur's Bloodline Calling album came out yesterday on the 5th and Freena Green's This Album is Green is coming out on the 21st and it's going to have a special song just for you guys. And you can find those at Bandcamps, I assume? Yes, freenandgreen.bandcamp.com. I just jumped up. Yes, I wanted to make sure that people knew where to find it. Yes, and I will announce it right here for everybody because <laughs> it's, this is special. We've been hiding a song from from you guys. Yeah, uh, you can uh, find me at uh, at Twitter at, at Anime Cow uh, on YouTube as uh, the Anime Cow One, and uh, you can listen to me um, bi monthly or monthly. I still haven't figured that out yet. On my uh, my podcast, I do with a couple of other really awesome dudes, the RRFDP podcast, um, the Roro Fight the Power podcast. It's a uh, Gurren Lagann reference. Woo! Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's for, the, for all the anime fans out there. Which, uh, yeah, you can, find, uh, you can find the RRFDP podcast on iTunes. Just search it. Or uh, that's the most uh, most convenient place to find us. Or you can find us at RFDP po- podcast at blogspot uh, dot com. Uh, we're we're going to have a- our own uh, updated new fancy site pretty soon. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it for me. Sounds good. Uh, see everyone next uh, or two weeks from now. All right. All right. See you around. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Also, Bumblefoot says goodbye. I'll bring us back in here in a minute. Okay. Must be brought back by retarded fish noises. There's <laughs> 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 my retarded fish noise. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. Do. That was really yeah. good. All right. You're welcome.